Hey, Pastor John Aiken here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Faith Center podcast. We hope today's teaching will awaken and equip you to live out your God-given purpose. Enjoy. pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you so much for your goodness and for your peace, for your blessing. And I thank you, Lord, that you teach us. Your Holy Spirit, thank you for teaching us. Uh, Let your word be alive in our heart and in our mind and transform us as we renew our mind, God. Um, And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, by the way, wasn't river baptism amazing? Man, it's so cool, all the different testimonies and some of the new people that were happy, that just were down there. There was a a couple, uh, a mother and son um, that was down just visiting on vacation from Chicago, and they came down, were curious about what was going on. They came down and listened to me kind of run my mouth and preach, and 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 then— Started seeing the people get baptized, and and God began to speak to them, and and they came at the end, and uh, along with two or three other people, and they wanted to be baptized, and I talked to them and got to pray with them, and and they have already known the Lord, but they were visiting from Chicago, and and they are praying about moving down here, and it's just really cool connection. And we got to meet them down at the riverfront and all the different lives and different ones of people who were baptized. I just want to encourage you, keep walking with the Lord uh, and um, stay in the word daily and 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 just make that daily decision of I'm going to follow Jesus. I'm going to follow him. All right. So um, I really encourage you to go to the podcast and even get the notes and everything from this past uh, midweek teaching uh, and, and get that. There's a number of good teachings on there. Some teachings about about sin and look. I mean, just a number of good teachings in, that you can get in there, and lots of scriptures so you can study the Bible. And you can you say, I don't know where to look. Well, I made it easy for you. There's the scriptures that you can read. And so for right now, um, what I want to read is in Ephesians. Ephesians chapter two is where I want you to turn. Um, I went through a number of scriptures last night and talked about it, and I want to read Ephesians 2, and I'll kind of catch you up on some things. So Ephesians chapter 2, we'll start in verse 1. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince and the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we were by nature, by nature, um, and that word by nature means by origin, by by birth, it's your nature, it's who you are, um, by children, uh, na- by nature, children of wrath, just as the others. But God, man, I love this. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love in which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ Jesus. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up uh, together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ, man, that phrase in Christ is important. It's it's in him uh, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us in 
Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Uh, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in. And so as you as you look at this, there's a you know a ton of stuff I could break down in here. But what I want you to see this in this in this talk, and a lot of people debate this issue, and they say, do we have two natures? Meaning, like, are there two? We're 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 like we're we're a two-sided coin. We're we're a sinner and a saint. We're you know that Christians, people who are born again, they some people think we have two natures: the old man and the new man. And it kind of like right, we got to battle out who's going to win the day, who's gonna who's gonna which one we're gonna walk in, which one we're gonna feed, which one is gonna lead, which one's gonna you know. And we talked about this last night and how and I used to believe that way. Uh, because the power of the flesh and the power of the temptation and the power of the struggle and the battle is real and the fight is real. And so it was kind of like, you know, I just didn't understand um, the, the spirit-given identity that I have in Christ Jesus. I did not have a working full revelation of who I was in Christ. I still believed my flesh. I still believed all that stuff. So so before I came to Christ, uh you know, I was dead in my sin. I, I was not, I did not have a spiritual identity. I was dead. Um, and I, and the flesh was my nature. But when I became born again, my flesh was crucified, the person of my flesh. And let's just call his name Adam because he's the old man. He's the first Adam who lived in me. And, and we talked about all this last night. So if this is confusing to you, go back and listen, you know, to catch up to that teaching. But the first Adam in me uh, was my was my identity, which was I I was a sinner, and then I got I was saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. And when you're saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, Jesus took your identity and nailed it to a cross by faith. He took your sinful, he took your sin and your sinful identity, and nailed it to a cross put it, buried it in a tomb. And on the third day, he rose again in, in with your old identity, sinful identity, crucified and buried. And his identity, his righteousness, his peace, his joy, uh, his identity now given to you. It's the exchange. The cross is the exchange of identities. It's where it's where your old identity died crucified and buried with Christ, and then in his resurrection and his spirit coming to live inside of you, then he gives you, he gives you his new identity, which is the gift of his righteousness or his righteous identity. That's why we talked about last night, 1 Corinthians 6, the Bible says, those who are joined to the Lord are one spirit with the Lord. So the way I understand and through a number of scriptures that we could go through, I believe the Bible teaches you have one identity and it's a spiritual identity. And that spiritual identity before Christ, before you were born again, is you were a sinner. So you could do good works and do all this righteous stuff, but doing good works of righteousness never gave you a righteous identity because you were born just like me and like everybody else on the planet, you were born a sinner. And that's why you sin. So you you had a fallen or um, 
uh, sinful identity, and no amount of good work would change that. You couldn't keep the law. The law shows you, the law shows that God is righteous and that we are not. We can't keep the law. You miss one part of the law, you miss all of it. And so we broke down Romans 7 last night and talked about how some people use Romans chapter 7, where Paul's talking about, man, I want to do good, but I can't do good. And he's walking through that whole thing. And people say, see, that's evidence of we have two natures inside of us. Um, so we're saved, but we're also still sinners. And we battle these two these two natures. And I don't believe that's what he's saying at all. He's clearly speaking and trying to um, illustrate speaking in 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 chapter 7, to people, to Jewish people who were believing or wanting to believe in Christ, but who were raised under the law. And so they were trying to go back under the law. They were trying to walk in this performance base. And Paul, you know, so we talked about that last last night. I'm not going to spend time here in that. But I want you to know in Ephesians 2, it says, you were, you were this old nature. It's not you are. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, you're a new creation in Christ. Um, we talked about 2 Peter 1, I think it's verse 3 or verse 4. It talks about by that we have we become partakers of the divine nature. And, I mean, we could look at, matter of fact, I mean, you look at Ephesians 4. You can look over in Ephesians chapter 4 and you see, you know, starting around verse 17. And you can keep reading down through there about... It gets into, it's just really good stuff. I don't have time to go through it, but it's really good stuff. The point is, the point is that, that the flesh is a reality in your life. It's no longer a nature. And here's why. Because if, if, you're, if you say your flesh is your, is your nature and your identity, then what happens is you have two equal identities battling it out. But that's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible says that your flesh, uh, your, your flesh was defeated and your flesh is a reality, but it's a reality, but it's not an identity. So from your new identity in Christ, you deal with the fleshly realities in your life. And so some people, some people, I know what they mean when they say, there's my timer. I know what they mean when they say, you know, we have two natures, old man, new man, put off the old man, put on the new man. I, 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 and they're talking about the battle and everything. And if what they're ultimately meaning is I, my new identity is fixed and solid and is eternal and the flesh is temporal and the flesh is a temporary reality that I have to deal with in this body of sin, then, OK, fine, we can, we can go with that. But when people who don't understand the revelation of in Christ, you are a new creation and your new spirit given identity, which is eternal. You are perfect in your spirit. You are that, that out of that, out of being complete in Christ, you can take authority over the flesh. You can take authority over your soul, over your emotions, over your mind, over your thoughts, over your appetites, over all of that. You can take authority. But if you think like those appetites in your flesh are your nature, then you don't have any other option. You just got to put up with it and deal with it, but you don't have to put up with it. So your your eternal spirit-given identity of Christ, who you are in Christ and who Christ is in you is fixed, 
finished and eternal. It's the finished work of Christ. And out of that, you can take authority over the temporary realities of sin that still reside in your stinking thinking and in your body, uh, because that that part is temporary. So to get more on this, go listen to the teaching from this past uh, midweek teaching on Tuesday night, and I believe it'll be a blessing to you. God bless you. Love you guys. See you on Sunday. Thanks again for listening to the Faith Center podcast. To connect with us, go to faithcenter.tv and fill out our connection card. We pray blessings over you and your family. We'll see you next time.